Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you've ever been cheated on and you are still trying to get past the emotions that are associated with that type of betrayal, this episode's for you. Now, I want to tell you. I want to tell you that it doesn't matter how long ago it was, how long the relationship was. It doesn't matter how old you are or how young. If you are still dealing with the aftermath of a relationship that ended because of infidelity, this episode is for you. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. Now, I've been in a few relationships, I can say, in my lifetime. And for me, nothing cuts sharper than the knife of betrayal. Now, some people can deal with betrayal and some people can't. Some people endure it and live with the pain and others just can't bear it. And it doesn't matter what your threshold for disappointment in is in a relationship. It's something about being cheated on that can make you start to question yourself, your identity, and everything that you thought you knew about relationships. See, quite naturally, everyone, everyone feels as if they're a good judge of character, right? Rarely do you see someone that can honestly and openly admit that they don't know what they're doing in the uh, picking the right type of faithful partner category. Now, just because you found yourself in a situation in which your partner was unfaithful, it is not a reflection on you at all. Not one bit. It is very easy to look inward, right? Because you kind of want to reconcile. You want to find the answers as to why, as to why this happened. So like I stated in the intro, I created this episode for a specific type of person in mind. If you are dealing with emotions related to a breakup, which occurred as a result of infidelity on the part of your significant other, I'm speaking directly to you. And like I said before, it doesn't matter if it was years ago, last summer, or last week. If you are dealing with the raw feelings in the aftermath, I want you to know these five things. Now, before I list it, I I want to just list the obvious. I cannot guarantee that what I say will cure your feelings of disappointment or anxiety. However, I just want to talk 
and touch on some points that most people agonize over while dealing with this hurtful and unnecessary situation. I want to tell you this. You are able to release yourself from some of the baggage because I will tell you, it is too heavy. It's too heavy and it's not your baggage. Breakups are very disappointing to deal with. And if your breakup is due to infidelity, it can be gut-wrenching. And not everyone deals with breakup in the same manner. Other people seemingly bounce back despite the reason of the split. I want you to know, number one, the reason why the person cheated on you, be it that you didn't have enough time, you didn't spend enough time with them, being that they things got boring, being that, you know, they didn't like the way you treated them. Whatever excuse or reason they gave you, understand, number one, it is not your fault. People walk away and end relationships all the time, and they do it in a very mature fashion. Unfortunately, your partner decided that they wanted to ease their way into dealing with other people while keeping you on the hook, keeping you in the darkness. It doesn't matter if you found out about it or if they just told you about it. Understand it is not your fault. You can beat yourself up thinking about the things that you could have done, you should have done. You could beat yourself up for not listening to them. Whatever reason that you're giving yourself, whatever reason that they are giving you, as the honest reason why it happened, understand no matter what you tell yourself or what they tell you, it is not your fault. See, a person that cheats, that's what they do. That's what they do. They don't have a problem with cheating. See, a lot of people out there, are faithful and trustworthy. Those same people have thought about being unfaithful to their spouses, unfaithful to their girlfriends or their boyfriends, but they didn't dare step across that line. You have people that don't even think about it because they are part of that school of thought that we will work through it. So understand it's not your fault. The reason why we search for for blames and who to point a picture to is because quite naturally we want to reconcile. Why? And reconciliation is basically you trying to make sense, trying to put one and one together to make it equals two, even though you don't like the result. Sometimes there is no one and one. To equals two. All you have to know is that there is a two. And it doesn't matter how it got to two. It doesn't matter when it got to two. Just understand that it got there. And it's not your fault because there's different ways of dealing with disappointment in relationships. There's different ways of dealing with a desire to end a relationship. There's different ways of dealing with different things within relationships. And we all have those tools. But number one, we all have the access to communicate. Your partner made a decision not to communicate 
Because if they communicated to you, you wouldn't be surprised. You would not have been disappointed because they would have communicated to you and said, you know what? I am going to step out of our relationship. I'm going to be unfaithful to you. That's part of communication. Communication isn't just, hey, I told you I was unhappy. Communication isn't complaining all the time. It isn't just that. If a person is completely communicating with you, they're telling you, you know, tonight when I told you that I'm, I'm, I'm or tonight, I'm not going bowling. I'm going to hang out with Harold. I'm not, I'm not going to get my nails done. I'm going to hang out with Jesse. That's communicating. It's not, oh, I'm going to hang out with the fellas and play ball. No, I'm going to hang out with Carmen tonight. And I'm, I'm not coming home tonight. That's being honest. That's being open. That's communicating. <clears throat> okay, if you're going to communicate, you need to communicate everything, right? So understand it's not your fault. Number two. It doesn't matter what the other person looks like. I've seen situations in which the other person was extremely an upgrade (laughs) physically, right? Or even on paper. And I've also seen situations in which from other people's perspective is that that the other person was a downgrade. You're not doing yourself any favors by trying to compare yourself or trying to look at the person and see what they look like. It doesn't matter. Some people get satisfaction in knowing that the person is is a downgrade or whatever they consider a downgrade. It doesn't matter. It's offensive either way. It's offensive that your partner has decided to betray you, has decided to spend time and energy and effort into someone else. It doesn't matter if it was just, if it was just sexual. It doesn't matter if a relationship was there. It doesn't matter if the other person knew about you or not. It doesn't matter who they are. Because you didn't invite them into your world. Your partner did. And the longer that you stay entrenched with the other person, what they got on you, what they don't have on you. It doesn't change the fact that your partner made the decision to be disrespectful to you. It doesn't matter. The person can be extremely attractive, but don't have nothing going on inside their heart. The other person can be extremely unattractive, And still not have anything going on in their heart. That person may be a better fit for your partner. That may be hard to to believe. But understand, you are not fit for a person who is not faithful. You are not fit for a person that's not faithful. Let other people deal with that. Some of the greatest, greatest people that I know dealt with heartbreak, was broken, walked away from the situation, and can't even believe that they allowed their self-esteem to be impacted enough 
to even care. See, you will get to the other side. You will make it through. There will be a day that you will wake up and none of this matters. Trust me, none of it will matter. Just like you probably can't remember who you had a crush on in the third grade. Or maybe you do. Just like you probably don't remember what bus number you rode when you were in the fourth grade. Just like you probably can't remember all the teachers that you've had through middle school and high school. So understand this. Time, time will help you get through this, but you have to be patient and you have to not allow yourself to play these these head games with yourself. Because someone already played a game with you. Right? And it doesn't matter because at this point, this is about you. It doesn't matter what it looked like. Stop being shallow. A person does not cheat necessarily because someone looks better than you. They cheat because there is time, opportunity, and a willing participant. And it doesn't matter if the willing participant is aware that you exist. But just know that a person did not get into a relationship with you for just your looks and then decided to cheat on you because someone looked better than you. Long time ago, my grandfather told me, you'll always have somebody that looks better than you, someone that looks worse than you, someone that's smarter than you, someone that's dumber than you. Okay? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Number three, it is not your responsibility or your job to explain what happened in the relationship. Sometimes people feel necessary to talk to people about what happened, like you owe an explanation as to where the breakdown came in. And what I'm talking about some people, I'm not talking about your, your support group. I'm not talking about the people that has your back. I'm talking about the people that want to be in your business. Right? If they weren't the people that you can trust and support and go to with your deepest, darkest secrets, it's none of their business as to why things happen. Sometimes we feel the need to show you know, what happened and be, um, I, I guess, politically correct when people ask, you know, what, what happened? It's none of their business. That's what happened. It's none of your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it may be good. It may feel good to say, you know, this person was unfaithful. And if that's the story that you want to share, it's your truth, right? But the best thing that you can do is move forward. Not every situation that you've endured personally needs to be discussed publicly because understand, understand that if a person was there for you, they would already know what happened. It wouldn't be what happened because they heard it through the grapevine. They saw it on social media. Oh, I noticed that you guys aren't following each other anymore. Is everything okay? It's nobody's business because a lot of times people love to live Love to live 
in negative stories about relationships that have failed. And this may have happened to you where you're on the phone, you're talking to someone and they're like, yeah, yeah. Monica and Trent, they broke up. I heard he cheated on them. You know, they're, they're asking questions. They're getting your side of the story. You may feel good at getting it out, but understand it's not their business. Period. And sometimes, sometimes we, we as we tell the story, sometimes we're bringing it back up. It digs it back up and it. It's kind of like ripping a scab off of a wound that's trying to heal. It's okay to say, you know, I really don't want to, you know, talk about that right now. You know, let's talk about something else. I remember uh, at the end of my marriage, when when my divorce was final, a friend of mine that I met while I was married, all of a sudden, and I say a friend, she was a, a former co-worker of mine. And I think about six or seven months after the divorce, now mind you, I never really, didn't really talk to her much. We had no longer worked at the same place. You know how it is with former co-workers. Uh, some people you just hold on to and stay in touch with after you leave the company. And then just other people you kind of like see in passing right? And she reached out to me. And during the time she reached out to me, unfortunately, my grandfather wasn't doing too well. And I'll I'll never forget this. She reached out to me. I reached out to her as well. She didn't mention anything. And she was like, hey, I'm gonna be in town. Not only did I no longer work for the company, I was living in a different state. And she told me that she would be in town. Now, she she frequent my, my state often, right? <laughs> but she reached out, hey, I'm going to be in town and blah, blah, blah. Now, mind you, at this point in time, it's been a while since I talked to her. And when she contacted me, I was dealing with um, my grandfather. And... I didn't see her that weekend. And, and in fact, I didn't hear from her that weekend. I, you know, I gave her my new number because that's how long ago it's been since we had even been on the phone. I was living in the state for several years. So I gave her, you know, my, my, my new phone number with the new area code. And I didn't hear from her. Anyway, that weekend I ended up going out of town to be by my grandfather's side. And... When I came back, I had this long message on Messenger. Now, I'm going to tell you, this, this is a long, long time ago. And she wrote this long message about, you know, she was trying to get in contact with me over the weekend. And I didn't hear. And I've changed since, you know, and the, 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 the marriage ended. Mind you, there's no, there's no way she could have known. So I thought, um, and, you know, whatever happened between blah. And it was really all about my marriage and alluding to the fact that, you know, just and I, I'm going to tell you this. It perplexed me. And then I realized when I text her my number, it was a new number for me. I kind of mixed the numbers by mistake. 
And I just had to let her know. At one, I never communicated to you anything about the reason for the, the end of my, my marriage. Uh, number two, it wasn't about you or about that. Number three, I had other things going on in my life. See, sometimes, and I, I don't know that she would have reached out if it wasn't because she heard through the grapevine that, that my marriage had ended. See, some people want to be in attendance, an audience member, to find out what type of show you're going to give them about your life. It is not your responsibility or job to explain things. I'm pretty sure if I took her up on the thing, if, if it was a different weekend, then we would have, she would have acted like she didn't know, and then there would be a conversation about what happened. But clearly, she knew a lot more than, than I cared to share. It's not your responsibility or job to explain anything about what's going on in your life. If they're not a part of your support group or your circle, it's really none of, your bus- none of their business. Okay. Number four. Don't feel ashamed. Feelings of embarrassment or despair are normal. They're normal. Understand that. Shame, that shame feeling is an ugly emotion and it does not belong to you. Because you were the victim. You're the victim. You are the victim of mistreatment that caused you pain, the pain that you're experiencing. There should be no shame in your game. Sometimes we are shameful because we feel like we should have known that we should have known better. There's something that that we should have, you know, just should have done or did differently. The shame does not lie with you. And it doesn't matter if, if, if your ex-partner is shameful or not or remorseful or not. Embarrassment is normal. Embarrassment is very normal. Sometimes in, in, in friend groups or in, in family circles, a lot of times people feel as if they're letting down a younger generation or people that they think looked up to them. I'm going to tell you, as an adult, I don't know that I looked up to anybody's relationship. I know there were some relationships that, that I remembered uh, that I wanted to model. Those relationships basically ended in death of one of the partners. Those were some great role models, but understand that as as everyone's learning, especially with, with celebrities, nobody's relationship should be goals. Your relationship, your healthy relationship should be the goal. There's a lot of people that felt that a lot of these celebrities, one who recently filed for divorce, uh, last month, 
um, Devon Franklin and Megan Good, people was really, really rooting for the relationship as I root for all marriages and was devastated that it didn't work. And some people just figured it wouldn't. Understand your job is not to be a role model for anyone else. It's not your job. You're not letting anyone down. You let yourself down when you allow what other people think or say or feel about you and your decision affect your feelings, your thoughts, and your movement. Don't be ashamed. Embarrassment? Yeah, that shit don't feel good. (laughs) It don't feel good at all. Those are normal feelings. Embarrassment, hurt, pain. But shame? Hold your head up high. Wipe your tears. Because at the end of the day, that shame, that does not belong at your address at all. At all. Understand, holding the torch for the perfect relationship is disastrous. Is disastrous. That's my number five. Feeling the need to be perfect keeps people in those type of relationships. Because they don't want to look at the situation and the reality. It is not your job to try to save face and and hold things together. It's not your responsibility. That does not belong to you. That doesn't belong to you. I understand that there are mere words that I'm saying. But this was intended to let you know. That it is okay to feel the way that you do. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to be in pain. But also remember That some of that pain you feel may be self-inflicted. And the beautiful thing about that is that you can do something about it. We often allow our minds to wander and begin to develop scenarios that involves the view of other people that distort our own views. Please take the time to make sure that you are not self-sabotaging your road back to happiness. You definitely have to start somewhere. Find you a great support system. Listen and begin rebuilding you. And with that, I'm out. And this concludes this episode. Thank you for so much for your support. Again, you can always check us out on all social media platforms at Dating While Black. 
can check out our website and learn how to become a subscriber at www.datingwhileblackpodcast.com.